Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What the hell is that? You like a quick throw. I had to, I, mean, that I must say, you caught me off guard. <laughs> I was thinking in my mind, you know, it should be here soon. I've never unmuted that quick, and I did unmute. Right, I looked. You got it. You, uh, yeah. Let's What's go. Out there, y'all. Miss Nancy, that was for you. Yes. Yes. So if you guys ever wonder why I am so over the top with my welcome, Miss Nancy Vassar. <laughs> It's all her fault. I was about to say, I dare say she's not the only reason. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of us is playing hurt today. Playing hurt. Yep. My home slice over here is a little. I'm here. Little frumpy dumpy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. But I'm here. The background goes. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You're not dressed frumpy dumpy. You feel no, because I did go to work. Yeah, you feel frumpy, don't you? Okay, well, that was probably your problem. Well, did you work a preschool? A lot of my, a lot of my no, problems start when no. I go to work too. Yeah, right? No, it was an easy job. So it was, people talk like that, and I'm going, I love my job. Yeah, I do like my job. Sometimes the kiddos are a little rough. I, I don't. There's you no know. day that I say God is rough. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you like, I'll drop off uh, about six first and second graders and. In this right. room and let you go with it. I may pray <laughs> the Lord down. <laughs> hey, no, work was not rough. Good. Well, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry you got a headache. Yeah, thanks. Okay. Hey, Bean. I'm back. Bean's the Bean back. is back. Ooh. The Bean is back. We missed you. <laughs> don't all talk. Uh, I miss being here, but you guys held down the fort for sure. Well, apparently I talked a lot according to Mona. <laughs> My point was... <laughs> It was a good episode because of all the things that you said. While you were talking a lot. All the things you said. The many, many things that you said. The many things that you said. A constant repetitious of enunciation. I don't know. I'm feeling the love. (laughs) Well, I... The the, gang's all back. It's good. I like it. I busted her about another word. I don't think it was on air. What was the other word I busted on you about? Be careful because we now are on On air. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you remember me busted it, on you? I don't. It's it happens I mean, so often. It's right. Hard to keep up. Yeah. It was just another word. Like I'm like it's like me with elementary. <laughs> was I not, really know how to pronounce it, but it annoys so many people. <laughs> now you got me second guessing. I mean, if you actually read it, it says elementary. It does. That's how you spell it. Yep. Yeah. But it's I'm not just saying elementary. I don't know if anybody. Well, I mean, if it. you say it how we say it around this this neck of the woods, it's elementary. Elementary. We cut out five letters. E L E M N T R Y. T R E E. Yeah, or that way. Yeah. I mean, so we take and have a anyway. Ruth right. chapter four. Ruth chapter Let's four. Let's just jump in. People don't want to hear us goof off. They want to hear us some scripture. I don't know. I think they like us. If they're still listening, they must. Yeah. Something keeping them here. <laughs> so, how are our numbers there, Bean? In the positives. Okay. Uh, the, <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Did you tell them who you were, who we are? Well, I, I said Bean. Okay. I, well, well, fact, all the important people well, are covered. I, I see. talked about Bean and I talked about you, my home slice. Yeah. Okay. I didn't announce me. No. Yeah. 
because I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the least of the three. I have trouble believing that when you're literally working with a guy named Bean. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Mary Baptist Church. Right. And I got my home slice this morning. Hey, hey. And we got the Bean over there. Yep, yep. Bean, don't think down about yourself, buddy. I'll sprout one day. All right. Let's just. <laughs> In the words of Dan Amos, I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't that. <laughs> All right, Ruth chapter four. We're going to talk about boom, 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 kinsman redeemer. How much do you want me to read? I don't care. I leave that. I leave that up to you. Oh, I might have or to you, read a you, lot. Noel, no, we don't have a thirty minute show. I know, but I might stop you. Okay, I'm going to start at verse one. <laughs> That's a good place to start. Now Boaz had gone up to the gate and sat down there. And behold, the Redeemer of whom Boaz had spoken came by. We didn't talk about that last week in chapter 3, but it's there. So Boaz said, Turn aside, friend, sit down here. And he turned aside and sat down. And he took ten men of the elders of the city and said, Sit down here. So they sat down. Then he said to the Redeemer, Naomi, who has come back from the country of Moab, is selling the parcel of land that belonged to our relative Elimelech. So I thought I would tell you of it and say, buy it in the presence of those sitting here and in the presence of the elders of my people. If you will redeem it, redeem it. But if you will not tell me that I may know, for there is no one beside you to redeem it. And I come after you. And he said, I will redeem it. Then Boaz said, the day you buy the field from the hand of Naomi, you also acquire Ruth the Moabite, the widow of the dead, in order to perpetuate the name of the dead in his inheritance. Then the Redeemer said, I cannot redeem it for myself, lest I impair my own inheritance. Take my right of redemption yourself, for I cannot redeem it. Go ahead. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again. Uh, just for this opportunity to spend time with each other and spend time in your word. And Heavenly Father, we just pray that this this vessel, this podcast be um, be pleasing to you and and be a tool for, for just spreading your word and the message of Jesus Christ. It's in his name we pray these things. Amen. All right, all right. So what's happening here? <clears throat> well, so we have to back up to chapter three because we didn't talk about it last week but that when Ruth went and laid down at Boaz's feet and he discovered her and she told him what she needed to tell him and she he said um in verse 12 of chapter three um it is true that I am a redeemer yet there is a redeemer nearer than I and so um so then that's what chapter four is dealing with him going to the one who is a closer relative to see if he would like to redeem it. Right. And so this is based on law of the Old Testament, obviously. Um, well, you see it partially in Leviticus chapter 25, um, but that specifically talks about a brother being poor and not able to pay his bills. He can redeem him. But also in Deuteronomy chapter 25, we see where it sort of lays it out pretty clearly. Um, it's a Leverite marriage is here also, but it, so it also talks about can be the redeemer. Mm-hmm. There's a couple a couple of truths that has to be about this guy. Number one, it's got to be kin, right? Got to be in the family, mm-hmm. and then there are several things and and that we see in this that I believe we see in this passage. Um, 
number one, you got to legally redeem them. Mm-hmm. They went to the gate. That's where right. the business transaction mm-hmm. took place of that day was at the city gate. And so he had to legally do it. Mm-hmm. But here's the second part, which I believe um, is the most important part mm-hmm. because it's where it connects so much with Jesus. Right. Had to do it willfully. Right. Mm-hmm. In other words, you just, I mean, you know, somebody, you weren't like, I had to do it. Right. I mean, I'm guessing if you were only two dudes. You you and your brother were only right. two, and you did one brother died. The other one, well, maybe they might be upset, but it's got to be a desire to do it. And in, mm-hmm. in verse um, verse four, if you will redeem it, redeem it, because we find out that there was one closer than mm-hmm. Boaz. Mm-hmm. But if you will not tell me that I may know, for there is no one besides you to redeem it, and I come after you. So Boaz is saying, I want to do this legally. I'm at the gate. Mm-hmm. Number two, I want to do it willfully. I want to do this. Right. Boaz is obviously in love with her. Right. She's in love with Boaz. Right. There's been a spark, a little romance, a little jatewa. <laughs> no idea what it's. You're no. not the only one, trust me. <laughs> There's a little shedabeshaba. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Carrie, moving on. So it is interesting. To, <laughs> no, I'm going to keep going. It is interesting. I have two more points. No. Okay. No, go. There's interesting. Go. Well, as far as him, the closer relative being willing, yeah. that he was willing to buy the land. Oh, yeah. He said, I don't want the woman to. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as, as soon as Boa said, um, it comes with Ruth, then he was like, mm, no. I'm not gonna do it. Um, and he, but he <laughs> not said, gonna do it. "There's another one that we changed it. Not gonna do it." And she even said it that way. <laughs> Y'all are rubbing off on me. It's scary. Oh. Um, and he said, "Lest I impair my own inheritance," because he knew um, the implications of of doing that and taking Ruth and how um, you know the reason for doing that is so that to protect the other man's. Mm-hmm. Name and inheritance. Yeah, God was so about protecting yes. the names of each. And see, this is why, I mean, we could chase a rabbit. We won't. You're special to God. Mm-hmm. God knows you, and God never wanted anybody to go missing from the annals of Jewish history. Right. history. So every family, when they went into the promised land, they got certain portions. Yeah. And, I mean, then you could get into the you know year of Jubilee when all mm-hmm. the land went back to the original mm-hmm. owners. This is sort of part of it. He's like, but you can't, I mean, somebody dies, you you can't have offspring if you're dead. <laughs> right. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So he's like, so you do it. But it had, that first one was the prior, had the name of the, the prior, prior yep. dead person. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, in a sense, so that that name would carry on. Right. Continue. And so, yeah, this guy's like, well, if I get it, then now my inheritance is not just for my family. Some of it will be spread into this because we're now one big family. Right. And so my people are not going to like that. Right. I, and I'm guessing he's like, I'm not going to like it because I don't want to share. But I mean, right. I get that's right. what I get that he says. Right. He's like, I don't want to share. So he's like, no. And, and Boaz did do it right. He goes, hey, yeah, I want the land. Oh, by, <laughs> by the, the way. way. <laughs> <laughs> you take the land, you get this woman, too. And I mean, that moment is like, nope. <laughs> I'm out. So anything to say about willfully, Dan, legally, willfully? Well, just the, I mean, the willfully, like. It just drives home, you know, looking at Jesus that he that he cared and it goes back to saying that that we're each special to God. Yeah. He died for you individually, for me individually, for Mona individually. And he 
had a choice and still willfully, knowing fully every every sin we commit, our filth, all of that, still willfully said yes. And, and it just goes back to those people who characterize God as being mean or spiteful or always trying to be like, I got you. That doesn't line up with this one bit. Can I, I, it, I heard a clip today of a conference where somebody talked about how can you reconcile the fact of how God so punishes people by sending them to hell mm-hmm. just for doing something wrong. Mm. I mean, this dude about went apoplectic. He said, let me get this straight. We have a holy and righteous and perfect God. We sin against said holy, righteous, mm-hmm. perfect God. And you think there should be little or no consequence? Right. When basically what you've done and you spit in his face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's desired in the history of himself, mm. which was forever. Right. Right. To do nothing but create us and love us and give us everything. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you're worried about how yeah. he punishes us? Yep. How he chastises us? When we've done and and so this person's like, wow. He goes, you're not getting the picture of just how holy and righteous and perfect right. God really is. And I think so many of us yes. are that way. Yeah. And how unholy and unrighteous we are. Yeah. yeah. Right. And and our sins just show that. Drew yeah. preached just a few weeks ago in Galatians 3, and, uh, and, and I thought he did a really good job in this. The law was given not to save us, right. but to show, show us, us just that. how bad we yes. really were. Yes. Yeah. We couldn't even keep 10. Right. And and by the way, for that person, like the rich young ruler who came up and he goes, well, I've kept all of them. Well, Jesus only gave you the five you could see. Mm-hmm. He didn't give you the other right. ones. And then, but ultimately, he broke had broken them all. Yeah. So, but I want to come back to the well. Let me give you the okay. other two points, mm-hmm. and then we'll mm-hmm. come back to this willfully because there's a lot we're going. We're yeah, going right. to we're gonna live we're come there. Come back to Jesus. Yeah, we're going to come yeah. back to Jesus. Okay. <laughs> and so, so he did it legally. He did it in the verse four. He did it willfully. No, in verse. Um, nine, he did it pr- uh, publicly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, was it right here when they, um, did they exchange sandals? A lot of times that's how they would do it. They would exchange sandals, but he did it in front of all the people. Well, he did it. He, I'm sure he did it at some point because that was what would happen at that point. They would exchange sandals. So he did it publicly. He says there in verse nine, Boaz said to the elders and all the people, you are witnesses this day mm-hmm. that I have bought from the hand of Naomi all that belonged to Elimelech, all that belonged to Chilion and to Malon. Remember, the one daughter-in-law gone back, so he didn't right, get her. Right. She, Who knows what she was doing. Right. He got the one that he wanted mm-hmm. was this woman that he was in love with. Yeah. You know, the little, little <laughs> lovey daddy. And then fourthly, he did it properly. Mm-hmm. Right. It goes back to how they acted mm-hmm. on the threshing floor. Right. How they had acted. Go back to chapter one when he first saw her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get the picture when he first saw her. My man was like, "Holy moly, who that chick?" <laughs> right. Yeah, you stay in this field. Yeah, right. you stay with my dudes. Right. Come on over here, sit side of me while we're eating. I'm gonna give you some of the good stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you the roasted grain. I'm gonna give you the honey. I'm gonna mm-hmm. give you plenty of water. You stay here. Mm-hmm. And by the way, and Dan, I don't know if you listened last week. I did. Um. He he made sure he obviously God put in. Naomi says, "I come back empty," and he's like, "Don't ever go back empty. Don't yeah. right. I don't yeah. want you ever." It's another picture of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. ever want you to think yeah. you're empty again, right. sister. What I got, you now got. Yeah. You not empty, no more. Right. Yep. 
So he did it properly. He did it according to the law. He did it everything that he had to do, and he did it the right way. They didn't go shacking. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the reason I know that there's purity Mm -hmm. in the threshing floor. Right. They they didn't do it that way. They did it properly. I mean, could you see that God's like, well, I'm this holy and righteous God, but I'm going to allow this one little indiscretion of him just shacking and doing it the wrong way to be in my lineage. Yeah. No. Now, no, well, he sort of did with Solomon. I mean, with, you know. Well, but at that point, Solomon wasn't from an adulterous affair. So he kept it pure then, too. So say what you want. So I talked my way all the way back around that. (laughs) So, and then we know when when you get, when you get on through, and then. They they come on and this is ultimately the great 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 grandfather of David, right? Is Boaz, right? And Ruth, the woman from the wash pot, is his great 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 grandmother. And his names in his lineage. Yep. How does God do it? Here's how. He willfully came to die. Mm-hmm. As you were talking about what he did, mm-hmm. here's what my thought went to. He knew the ramifications. Yes. Yeah. He knew what that meant for him. And yet he still came. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's one of my favorite chapters in all of scripture? Oh, John 10. Okay. What does it say in John 10? She had it ready. I'm, she's learning. She's learning. What does it I have say? notes today. Nice. What does it say? Um, Come on, girl. Well, John 10, 14 to 18 talks about how that Jesus says, no one took my life that I, he gave up willingly. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's not a direct quote, but that's just something. Can we direct up what quote that? I yeah, want people sure. to hear that. I didn't. I just didn't write it all down. There's that didn't. <laughs> you can't get away from that. When I don't say didn't, you'll know I'm a true Southerner. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Here this is John chapter ten, and um, verse seventeen says, "For this, for this reason, the Father loves me because I mm-hmm. laid down my life." that I may take it up again. And verse 18 makes it even more clearer. No one takes it from me. I lay it down of my own accord. <laughs> I have the authority to lay it down. I love this. And the authority to take it yeah. back up. Yep. Yep. Now you can say, well, it's one thing to die if you know you're about to just get you raise yourself out. Right. Do you know what he went through? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How horrific it was. Right. Isaiah 53 says it pleased the father to bruise him. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we understand just the amount of love that God has for us? Right. The answer is no. But right. even Jesus said it was for joy that he went to the cross. Come on, and- you are reading my mind today. <laughs> and I mean, so you imagine he knew. He knew what that it was, was Hebrews chapter 12. He knew what it was going to be. y'all, by the okay. way. Um, he knew what it was going to be like. And yet it, he still, even though he we know that he prayed in the garden that if there was any other way that God would take it, but he said, but thy will be done. And so, um, so he knew and it was for joy. Why was it for joy? Because he knew what it would bring to us and he knew what it would accomplish for us to be in relationship with them. Do you think that maybe that joy too, this is just me, my little (laughs) pea brain. Because he knew that was the ultimate victory over the enemy. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And you have to think the enemy for all these years kept thinking, well, I've won. Yeah. They can say what they want to yeah. do. You can write your little Bible. You can have your little <laughs> You can do your little victories. Like up there on, <laughs> on Mount Carmel, you can have all this stuff. You can do all this, but I still got the victory. Mm-hmm. 
He endured for the joy set before him. Yep. He endured the cross, despised the shame. Yep. I mean, basically, he either had, I mean, I hate to put it, he basically had on one of those cloth diapers. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If even that. I, I read when some people think he was on the cross with no clothes mm -hmm. on because that was a shame part of it. Mm -hmm. He walked through that mm -hmm. for the joy on the other side. Right. Mm -hmm. I have to believe the longest hours ever to be lived out on this earth were the hours from when he was arrested in the garden yeah. yep. until he breathed his last. Yep. Until, and he said to Telestai. Mm -hmm. And then for those three days he was in the tomb. But he did it willfully. Right. Yep. That's the redeeming part of it. Yes. That's the kinsman redeemer. Right. So we've talked about that part. What about the kinsman part? Well, I was going to say, are we, I'm like ready to try and ready to jump. I mean, you had, you had mentioned that you had to be a kin. You had to be a relative. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about um, that, why was Jesus born? Had Why did Jesus have to be born as a baby? so that he could be our kinsman, so he could be our relative. And Hebrews 2 says, tells us that he took on flesh and blood. And and that's why. Because, and there, and, I mean, it's just a myriad of reasons why that he had to be a man. He had to come and be a man. So he had to be born as a baby. He had to take on flesh and blood so that um, he could sympathize with us, so that he could be um, the one who would be able to live a perfect life that we cannot live. And so he had, and so he fulfills that requirement of being a, rel a close relative. <laughs> I know, I don't know what that look is. I don't I'm know. I'm not sure what he's doing. But, but uh, <laughs> it just, the thought that, that came to mind was, you know. I always look for Dan for these thoughts that come to mind. Uh -huh. <laughs> I like to see how been, it's been a long day. I, I hadn't had a whole lot. Um, but no, the, you know, we were talking about how he, he willingly, you know, paid the price for our sin, but he also willingly put himself in this, I mean, Grant, he, he was still God, but in this human vessel, in this human form, yep. and you... Uh, yeah, don't don't miss that. Yeah, I mean, that that in itself, to, to think of, of, I don't want to say lowering himself, but but going through those things that we all go through and... and so that he would be our kinsman there. Um, well, the writer of Hebrews that was, <laughs> lowered himself a little lower than the angel. Well, right? I, I just, that seems like such a harsh word, but Bro, it's true, I just though. preached on it Sunday, when you, <laughs> the other Sunday, my But you think of his greatness, and he was willing not just to die, but to yeah, live in a way that allowed the, us to have yeah, that relationship. Yeah. That all plays into it. Yeah. Uh, we, we hate to think that, but, I mean, it, it's how it is. Um It's, I mean, I don't know where to go. My look where to go, Mona, was was of everything you said that that needs to be dealt with and and mm -hmm. taught out and and he had to be human, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but he had to be God. Yeah, he had to be human so he could be everything you said. Mm -hmm. So he could be tempted like we were tempted. Right. So he could face all the. I'm thirsty. I'm mm -hmm. hungry. I'm sad. I'm happy. Um, he could do. Er he he had to be able to sympathize with everything right. we did. Mm -hmm. With I mean, with loss of, of Lazarus mm -hmm. and 
with excitement, I have to imagine, of those. You know, he, he got excited. He said, you know, I saw Satan fall from heaven at one time. So I feel, I don't think he said, yo, I saw Satan fall from heaven. <laughs> and, and so he had to be that, but he had to be one of us. Mm-hmm. Right. And see, he didn't. He had to go through all the emotions on the cross, yeah. and he had to feel every— See, some people, I think, would argue, and I've heard them say, well, he was God. He probably dulled the pain. No, he did Matter of fact, the Bible says he wouldn't take the um, the the— the vinegar, the spot, the vinegar, vinegar uh-huh. that had myrrh in it or whatever to that would deaden some right. of that. He didn't even take that because he wanted to feel every mm-hmm. nail and every pulsating nerve and every. He experienced rip. what we were supposed to experience because of our All sin. of it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, no, he didn't yeah. lessen it by being fully God. He, he hid that part, if you will, mm. from himself. His whole, except for trans, um, Mountain of Transfiguration, yep. he hid who that was inside him. He was always God. Mm-hmm. How else could he just look at the tomb and say, Lazarus, come forth? Yeah. Right, right. How else could he say, stand up and take up your mat and walk? Well, and how else could he be the final sacrifice for that yeah. so that there doesn't have to be another, right. you know? He needed to be God. Yeah. He ne- because he had to ultimately fulfill mm-hmm. everything that we could not. Right. Ten Commandments. And going back to, to what we were talking about in uh, in Ruth 4, it was done properly. He didn't break any any none single of part of it. He took no yeah. cheats. He, he took fulfilled no it. Yeah. He, he took none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. The law, although it had no saving priorities, mm-hmm. it was righteous. Right. right. Because it was, number one, God-given. Mm-hmm. And so he said, his word never changes. His word never right. fails. And we needed somebody to live that life. And we have proven time and time and time again. I said, long, long, us. you yeah. want to go to heaven without Jesus? Be perfect. That's all you got right. to do. Be yeah. perfect. Not 90% perfect, not right. 99.9. Yeah. You just be perfect. And God would not have any reason not to let you Absolutely. in heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me know how that works out right. for you. <laughs> Try to go 30 minutes without uh-huh. sinning. 10. I mean, you can't. Right. So he did everything. So he he had to be one of us, but he had to be God because he didn't be perfect. And he had to be willful. I mean, that's the key to this. He had but to be willful. He also. You liar. Oh my. <laughs> I can't stand you, David. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, He also had to be able to pay the price. Mm-hmm. Well, he had to be able to pay the price by living the perfect life. Right. But also because what was the. What was needed to be shed in order to provide our forgiveness of sins. Oh, without sins. shedding of blood, there is no, no remission forgiveness of sins. sins. And so his blood had to be shed. And so, um, he, but it was only his blood by being a perfect man, lamb. right? And being the, the perfect lamb, the, the spotless lamb um, without blemish, was he able to pay that price? But he, but because Boaz had to be able to pay the price in order to, um, to be the kinsman redeemer. And so, um, so we see that, um, that Jesus was able to pay that price of redemption. And that's the theme throughout with Jesus that, that we, he has redeemed us because he has paid and, and he did it lawfully. He did it properly, right? All of those things that you named that Jesus covered all of those for us. He did it. Right. And and the one we hadn't hit on yet though is publicly. Yeah. Um, yeah, he didn't die in a corner. Right. He, matter of fact, he did it for everybody. He was up on top of a hill that sort of juts out as a sense. Yeah. 
where everybody could see, the whole of Jerusalem mm-hmm. could see him. And you we, you mentioned the word shame, and that, that kind of stuck out to you. You know, he did it, it, he allowed himself to be shamed publicly. And he said, well, why would he do it? For us. Yeah. for Because it was the only way, and that's what gets me when people say, well, sure is mighty convenient that you got this guy that comes down and just takes away all your sin. That No, there could be nothing less convenient when yeah. you really understand everything that went into that. Think about the God in heaven. I still go back to it. The angels, you know they had, and I said this the other Sunday, mm-hmm. they so questioned when he left heaven. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Why would you do it? And then, then they see this end when he's on the cross. And then, yeah, yeah then they're on the cross. Can you yeah. not imagine Michael, yeah. who's the the fighter, going, you give me about five <laughs> right. seconds and yeah. I'll deal with all right. of them down there. Yeah. Right. And God's going, stay your weapon. It has to be this way. Yeah. I can't imagine how silent mm-hmm. heaven was the moment he died. Mm-hmm. And how much rejoicing the Satan and his oh, and then they were going crazy in here, right? And yes, right until or in his abode where we know he's walking around like a lion right right now, but until Sunday morning came, can you imagine Mm. how heaven shook? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. When he set up, Mm -hmm. yeah. And then I I use this other Sunday, and then when he stepped foot back, into the portal of heaven, yes, Mm -hmm. yes. So what what is all that? Why why was it so? I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna tie. I'm gonna tie it all together. Okay. Put I'm a gonna bow on it. I'm gonna give us. All, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna do the one you big do it. point. You okay. Absolutely. <laughs> you're, so you're out there. You're going. Okay. So what's the big deal? In Revelation chapter five. Hmm. Then I saw on the right hand of him who was seated on the throne a scroll written. Yes. Within it on the back sealed with seven seals and I saw a mighty angel proclaiming with who is worthy to open. Hmm the scroll and break its seals. No one in heaven on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look into it. John writing, and I began to weep loudly Mm. because no one was found worthy to open the scroll or to look into it. One of the elders said to me, weep no more. (laughs) Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has conquered, has conquered. Mm. Mm. Death held in the grave. Yep. So that he can open the scroll and its seven seals. And between the throne and the four living creatures and among the elders, I saw a lamb. Yep. Standing, listen to this, as though it had been slain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out to all the earth. He went and he took the scroll from the right hand of him who was seated on the throne. When he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures, the 24 elders, fell down before the Lamb, each holding a harp, golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. Mm -hmm. They sang a new song. Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain. Here you go. Mm -hmm. And by your blood, you ransomed people for God from every tribe, and language and people and nation and it made them a kingdom of and priests to our God and they shall reign on the earth. Worthy is a lamb who was slain. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love that. That's why he yeah. needed to be our kinsman that's redeemer. Right. That's right. And that's what Boaz unknowingly mm-hmm. was living out. Yep. A great, beautiful picture and portrait. Yes. 
of the coming king. Don't ever say out there, nobody loves me. That's right. Jesus Christ loved you all the way to the cross Mm -hmm. and then the empty tomb. Mm -hmm. I love that verse in Hebrews. He is able to save to the uttermost. Yes. He loves you out there. My goodness, this has been a good four podcast. It was very good. Very good. That's excellent. So any any thoughts? I mean, I know I said I had the one big thing at the end. Any <laughs> thoughts? I'm not following that follow up. That. Gracious. No, no that's The that's only it. thing that I would say is as you were reading it, when you said from every tribe, every nation, and once again, it's a word that's in the Bible that lets us know that no one is, is not included. Everybody, Everybody is included. Everybody. Everybody. You are not a mistake. Right. Absolutely. You are not. There is nobody out there that Jesus didn't die for. Exactly. Nobody. You might have a bad, I had about 12 words <laughs> in my head right there, <laughs> earthly father, right. but you have the most tremendous, amazing heavenly mm-hmm. father. Right. If you'll but surrender to him. Yep. yep. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you for being our kinsman redeemer. And God, the only reason you could do that is because you were one of us and wanted to be that kinsman redeemer. I pray you would take these words that we've said today that are weak and have no power, but you would empower them with the dunamis of heaven, the power of heaven to change lives. Thank you for this opportunity. And we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. I am Hank Metis, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. So thankful you guys are with us. We have no clue where we're going next week. <laughs> but uh, I got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey, hey. She m- played her but made it through. <laughs> and my main man over there, I'm just a bean. <laughs> One day I'll be a sprout. <laughs> I tell you, uh, I would like to point out that Mona plays better injured than I do at full, full health. Let me tell you that. You're good, bro. (laughs) Yep. Bye, y'all.